0: You're about to hear a life transforming word brought to you by Trinity Baptist Church, London, an oasis for breakthrough. The focus of Trinity Baptist Church is to see people develop a Christ-like character that impacts our world. Now, prepare your hearts to receive God's word through his anointed servant.
1: to post letter to the Colossians. The letter to the Colossians, chapter 3. This week, across the cities, towns, of our nation, this week was set aside as family week. And throughout the week, Over the many pulpits in this nation that fear and honor God. The teaching has been towards the family, marriage, and the bringing up of our children in the fear of God. And I seek to follow suit this morning. Colossians chapter 3, I begin reading from verse 12. Therefore, as the elect of God... Holy and beloved. Put on tender mercies. In other words, this morning, the Lord is telling telling us that we should wear. To put on means literally wear. Put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, and long-suffering. Bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, Even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in Psalms and hymns, and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Therefore, wives, submit to your own husbands as is fitting to the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and do not be bitter towards them. Children, children, Obey your parents in all things, for this is well-pleasing to the Lord. Fathers, do not provoke your children, lest they become discouraged. Amen. This morning I'm speaking on the subject, the fear of God in our families. The fear of God in our families. The 21st century family faces challenges that were not known before computers and smartphones were introduced to our world. In this generation, the headship of the husband, the submission of the mother, of the wife, and the obedience of our children is under intense threat. But the truth about the family is that ever before there was a church, Ever before there was a government, ever before there was an institution, God in his wisdom ordained the family to become the unit through which he himself will have contact and have rulership over his creation. The family is a place where the fear of God and the love of God are taught and experienced. The family is the place where one generation passes on the gospel to the next generation. If we don't, then the saying in the book of Judges will come over us, that there arose another generation which did not fear God. Why? Because the first failed to pass the baton on to them. And we live in an age where the previous generation has failed to pass the baton of the unsearchable riches of Christ to its generation. The family is like a lighthouse. where It's like a lighthouse with two main purposes. First, serving as a navigational aid, providing guidance to sailors who are, have lost their way and also to help them deck safely. And also to warn boats dangerous areas. That is all what the White House does. And today for many families the lamps and the lenses that comes out of this lighthouse which is the family has lost its purposes and as such many of our children are lost on the high seas of worldly challenges. Through modern advancement, though modern advancement has improved the overall lifespan of our generation, it has brought with it untold hardships. I pray that like Noah, your family and my family will build an ark, an ark of the fear of God, an ark of safety in the name of the Lord, which will soar above the challenges of our generation in the name of Jesus can I have a witness? I pray, that, I pray that you and your family will land well on the shores of God's protection, the shores of God's presence, because you and your house shall save and fear the Lord. Amen. You see, some of the contributing factors to the challenges the 21st century, century family faces are enormous, but let's, let's just look at two. First, lack of quality time spent together. Lack of quality time spent together. Families increasingly are spending less quality time together. And even when they do, that quality time is taken over by access to the media, to the internet, social networking sites that beeps on our phone and on our iPads. Parents are spending time with kids, but they are not giving them their full attention. Parents themselves are checking their phones while their children are talking to them. They are taking incoming calls while their children are standing in front of them desiring to pour their hearts out to them. And many parents are wondering why their children are acting out. Parents, we have to live and lead by example. We know many, many parents complaining bitterly that they cannot get their kids off their mobile phones. Only for the parents also to exhibit the same behavior in the presence of their children. Oh, let let me just take this call. And at times when they take that call, they are lost in that conversation for hours. And at times when the children desire to talk to them, oh, let me listen to the joy news. Let me watch La Patrona. Oh, please let me watch EastEnders. Therefore, many of our children feel isolated and alone due to the lack of connection with those that are meant to be closest to them. Remember, beloved, that our children face huge huge pressure at school and when they come home, parents are also not ready to listen to them. And as such, they are forced to retreat to their rooms and spend their time on the social media. According to the Government Health Advisor's warning, published in the Mirror on the 16th of May, 2014, loneliness, depression, anxiety, low self-esteem, and heightened aggression are some of the possible issues faced by our children who spend their quality time on the social media media and on the internet. It is said that using the screen more than four hours a day can have negative consequences, and children who spend more time on computers, watching TV, and playing video games tend to experience high levels of emotional distress, anxiety, and depression. It is time for the 21st century mom and dad to wake up. If you don't spend that quality time with your children, all devices will take their time. The Princess Trust Index found that over 750,000 young people believe that they have nothing to live for. And they tell you, I don't care anymore. 750,000 young people believe they have nothing to live for. and as such not only are they living their lives anyhow the fact that mom and dad have no time for them they think that is it after all after all, after all. today the family dinner time the family prayer time the family socializing time has been taken over by social media And mental health professionals are reporting higher rates of depression and anxiety in our children. It is time for mom and dad to wake up. Such children seek refuge in their mobile phones. And what these children can do with their mobile phones is amazing. It takes me time to send a text message. And the WhatsApp, but when, the, when a mobile phone is in the hands of a young child, before I send one message to her, she would have sent back three already. It is said that 63% of young people are using networking sites such as Facebook, Twitter, And I understand that another one has come up known as Snapchat. What is that about? What is it? Hmm. Young people who were on social media or computer games for more than four hours a day are said to develop emotional difficulties than those who spend less than an hour on them in the day. You see, the best way to help our children is that we must make quality time for them. Is somebody hearing me? Because we have no time for them, they go upstairs or wherever their bedrooms are and watch anything at all on their laptops. Our children are sleeping late, And their standard in education is falling. Simply because mom and dad have no time. May we all wake up this morning in the name of Jesus. Then the second major reason also contributing to the demise of the 21st century family is the anti-Christian culture of our generation. Today, Everything receives attention than the name of Jesus. Our culture and our society has become so anti-Christ. And secularism intends to erode anything that is called Christianity. And mom and dad are busy. Can an organization that has dedicated itself to the family has received so much media criticism for his stance on abortion and homosexuality and was accused in 2000 by the MP Ben Brashaw of being a bunch of homophobic bigots. That is how deep and the language an MP can pick to describe an institution that seeks to promote christianity in the 21st century and godly values and if in the wake of all this we are too busy and have no time for our children we should ask ourselves a very simple question and we, you and i know i remember in secondary school form 1 one of the experiments we did is that neither does not what Nature does not abhors vacuum. Na- nature abhors vacuum. So, which means that there is no place, there is no vacuum where, where nature, uh, nature does not inhibit. So if you are not finding time for your child, something else will find time for that child. There is nothing in this world as a middle ground. Either you are in the kingdom or you belong to the kingdom of the darkness. There's no middle ground. Political correctness has given way to liberalization of rules and we stand to lose our family foundation which in the past was built on Christ. You remember last year when our prime minister, David Cameron, said that Britain was a Christian country. He was barged from the political arena to the man on the street. For they're saying that. And this is a society in which you and I are bringing up our children. But I pray that your ark shall prevail in the name of Jesus. I say your ark shall prevail in the name of Jesus. Your children shall not go wayward in the name of Jesus. Your children will not belong to any gang in this country in the name of Jesus. Your children will not be radicalized because the fear of God shall rule over your family in the name of Jesus. Today, alternate forms of marriages and lifestyles are being promoted. Only heavens know how the Western world will become in the next 50 years. The concept of the Judeo-Christian belief that marriage is between a man and a woman has come under dangerous threat. Coupled with all these anti-Christian tendencies is the high rate of divorce. 34% of marriages end in divorce by the 20th wedding anniversary in this country. But the good news also is that 60% of marriages survive their 20th anniversary. And 16% of all marriages here in the UK celebrate their 60th wedding anniversary. You will do the same in the name of Jesus. Parents are too busy. Absent father figures. And when the father is at home, he has no time. 6.7% of the population are led by single mothers here in the UK. May the Lord continue to give grace to single mothers. Amen. And strangely, 60% of divorces here in the UK were on the petition of petitions of the wife. Because the men are not there. That is not alliances. But not until the man begins to realize that he is the priest, the prophet and the king of the family our families will continue to become dysfunctional. Then, lack of discipline. Because of the anti-Christian tendencies in our generation lack of discipline has become the order of the day. You and I were in this nation when last April A young 15-year-old boy, William Connick, stopped his teacher in the presence of the whole class. 69 times. And nobody reacted because everybody was scared. So the woman bled to death. And if this and these are some of the things happening happen in this generation, then you and I have no other choice than to allow the fear of God not only to captivate our hearts, but to govern our hearts. they are too busy. We are spending our time and our money building houses back in Africa. And our house helps are having a good time. And I'm one of them. They are running boots for us. They are partying in our homes at the cost of our children. May that be, man, also in the name of Jesus. Lack of discipline has become the order of our society. Now teachers are afraid to discipline school children. Either they will be accused of child abuse or the next thing they find is that they are on the media. So our children have run wild. The Jerusalem Bible in Proverbs 29, 18 says, Where there is no vision, the people get at hand. Another Bible says, well, there is no vision that people run wild. And our children are running wild. But minus your children in the name of Jesus. That is why you and your child must you. Your child must be your friend. But the difference should be made clear. That you are the dad and that they are the children. Financial pressure. The demand of the age has changed. Our children most of the time want designer products. But we should let them know that their identity is not in the designer products that they wear. But their identity is in Christ. And when they go to school and people will say all manner of things about them, let your child gain that confidence that his or her appearance is not in the designer clothes and trainers that they wear. If you are able to buy, why not? If you are able to get it for them at the sales, why not? But don't let them put pressure on you to spend money that you don't have. Now, the debt share here in the UK is such that every, the sixty million people in the UK, everybody, if the debt were to share, to be shared to everybody. It's 8,431 pounds per head. Everybody. That is how much we owe on credit cards. Credit card is money you don't have. But the credit card company will honor it. And the interest is compound interest. And many, many people can't get out of that cycle of debt. Because they are buying things they don't want. To please people who don't appreciate it. Who cares about your designer? They don't care about you. And people who will laugh at you if you go down the drain. And at times we want to dress to enjoy in prayer. The anti-Christian society get me more tissues, please. I'm sorry has led to negative media influences, promoting ungodly behaviors. Then the wrong balance between work and family. many, many parents have still not come to the point where they are able to balance work and family. Listen, your most important asset, and people are not asset, but just by use of language that you have are your children. There is nothing as important to you than your children. You biological children. They are irreplaceable. And when dad is so busy, Mom should pay the price. Come to a point where one person is prepared to pay a price for the family. What will it profit a man? You gain the whole world. You are so rich. And your children. And you know what? When they talk about your children, they point at you. They say, these are Pastor Kingsley's children. Look at them. May Lord help our families in the name of Jesus. Materialism. Huh. These have become contributing, have become major contributing factors that is leading to the demise of the modern family. The fear of God no longer rules in many homes. Therefore, we are witnessing unprecedented crimes. Now they are cloning keys to steal cars. And the things that the guns can do in this generation, you have no clue. Life is no more valuable to them. The sanctity of life no longer holds. And from January on, in January alone, 21 black children were stabbed to death in this country. Here, yeah, only January, 21 children. Innocent teenagers, gangs. The street pastors, their leader, Les Isaacs, wrote an article recently and was sharing at the Baptist Pastors Conference. Only two weeks ago. How in this country, children of Nigerians, of Ghanaians, of Sierra Leoneans, of uh, South Africans, pastors' children, deacons' children, are being arrested in the night on the street. Some, because of crime, some members of gangs, their parents even don't know. They don't know. And if that child were your friend, there is nothing they wouldn't tell you. You see, one thing about the children born in this country is that they are very honest. And if you pay that price to be close with them, they will tell you everything. Understand that the police have done their best. And they are human. And and the, the crime of this generation has gotten out of, when, out of their hands, when my wife's car was told, because his car was told, and police came, they said, it has become so common, it has become such a common place, there's nothing they can do. And it is up to the manufacturers to up up their game. And up to today, the insurance company are playing tricks with us. Because we couldn't find one of the keys which got lost about six months ago. And they want to use that as an excuse. Whereas on our street, over four brand new cars have been stolen. But the truth is that all is not lost. Your children will not be radicalized in the name of Jesus. Your children will not belong to a gang group in the name of Jesus because the fear of the Lord will rule in your home. The truth is that you and I, in the midst of these major challenges, are able to build strong, lasting families. And let's look at about five keys that will help your family and my family to stand above the tide. First, total commitment to the family. In the midst of all the challenges that is taking place, For the rule and the fear of God to rule in your family, you as a man, as a wife, must be committed to your family. As a couple, you must show that commitment to your wife and children that you are committed, that your family is priority to you. Selfishness, has no place in a committed family. Understand that an important need of every woman is security. Security in the family. That she and her children will be protected from all kinds of attacks, from ancestral altars to in-laws to friends financial security. These are things that every woman acquires. And and a good husband will ensure that these things are provided in the home. It is never wrong to help the extended family. And the little that God has blessed me, I have helped two of my of my extended family to study and to become doctors. To the glory of God. So, so, so important. Because it was my sister who picked me and took me to school. Is somebody hearing me? But understand that your children are key. And unfortunately, there are some indigenous tribal people or ethnic people who will do everything to their extended family at their cost. Understand? That God will ask you. They have money for anything called a standard family, except their wives and their children. Where is the fear of God? You have other children, your wife and children don't know. And you come and sit at church. Where is the fear of God? You're a Christian. You come and sit at church. You have other children. At least if you made, made a mistake. Confess your sins. And, and for some. They never know. Till the man passes away. Including my own dad. There were someone never knew. Till their own man passed away, hey! <laughs> and some of them when they come, they come with their baskets. We are all up here, hey! <laughs> committed families share their joys and their challenges together. They are committed not to expose each other. They don't wash their white linen publicly. The woman will not go to the saloon and and, and talk about the shortcomings of the husband, nor the children. You don't do that. Uh, The husband will not take the wife and pick the phone and call the mom and say, Oh, manner of things about your wife, your wife. Do you want your mom to hate her or to kill her? Bad times should not destroy relationships because the truth about challenges is that they are part of life. Compliment your wife. Praise her before the children. Let her know that, ah, let me see if I had not met you. Ah, be romantic and caring. Understand that the children look at the sacrifices that we make as parents, and that will help them in their future marriages. It is in the home where the families are committed that good traditions are established and passed on. But a good, strong family is also where each is appreciated. Strong families show appreciation for each other because no one is undervalued. And I keep on saying this. Understand that in the family, the intelligence of your children will never be the same. One may be an A-star student. The other may not. The basic edu- I-, I strongly believe that every child must be encouraged to seek basic education up to university level, especially in this country. At times it's difficult. But whatever you can do, ensure that your child does that. But also remember... That there are some of the children, their intelligence is in business. Oh my goodness. their are ideas in their head. And for some it's in the thought. When you give them the ball, oh my goodness, what mercy will do the ball, he will mess everybody up. And that is their intelligence. We should encourage them and we should pay that price to help them. Understand that each child is unique and is made in the image of God fearfully and wonderfully made. Look for the positives and appreciate. Don't let your child believe that any time you are calling that child is when they've made a mistake. When you do that, you kill the self-esteem of that child. Understand that praising the accomplishments of each other boosts morale, But Thirdly, good communication in every family. Strong family families have a trait of developing good communication skills. Quality time is spent together talking to each other. Can you imagine if God should stop talking to us or listening to us? For just one day! How? Oh. Strong families understand that communication is lifeblood of healthy relationships. It is the only means by which love and other emotions are expressed. Not when the child comes to talk to you, go away. There you come again. In any family where communication is rife, the family is open and honest yet kind. Such families avoid mind reading because in that family every child is trusted. They do not elevate one child over the other. Mom and dad do not act superior with destructive criticisms. Such good families will always check the meaning of the messages before they start bashing their children. I believe that girls must never be afraid to talk to their dads, especially the dads and moms. I have four girls and I thank God That They they laugh at me at times, but they laugh talking to me, and I'm grateful to the Lord for that. Good communication will always deal with specific and not generalities. Always attack the problem and not the personality. Understand that if couples are happily married and the children see that through your communication, understand that it becomes a good foundation that they also can take into their marriage. Praise the Lord. Understand that family memories are built around family activities and time spent together. When Davina was a little girl, I think about seven years ago, so this should be about ten years ago, we had visited Pastor Bobby Hale at Virginia Beach. And we went to the beach at Virginia Beach. You know, they have one of the most beautiful beaches. And Pastor Bobby had arranged, we lived in the house of a a U.S. naval officer. He had gone on leave and they had left their home and their car for us. So we drove to the, the, occasionally I got confused on the left and the right. I got some beeps, but we were safe. So we went to the beach and we hired a bicycle. Everybody was riding a bicycle. I also, why not? And the truth is that I have no clue how to ride a bicycle. <laughs> because when I was young, I tried to learn how to ride a bike and descending a steep, it, I somehow salted about 10 times. And when I went home, I was given a good bashing on top of it. <laughs> so I made up my mind, bicycles, and when I grew up, I taught. A bicycle is something you can just take a ride. So I sat on it and the thing was turning that way. In short, I fell down. They laugh. Up to today, they laugh. And, And you know, memories like that does not only put the family together, but there must always be something that you can look back as a family and laugh together. Not falling off a bike, but there must be something. You know, and for me, the best time for me and my children is when we travel and we are away. 24 hours. The only time we couldn't manage was in Malta. We had gone to Malta for holidays and uh, On the street, a group of Christians were singing. So we decided to approach. Why not? So we went. And in the course of the conversation, before I became aware, I was preaching the next day in that church. My guests were generous, but they told me anytime we go to water, we will not go on that street again. (laughs) But number four, worship and spiritual wellness. Understand that nothing brings a family together than the worship, the Bible study time, and the praying time together. Serving the Lord together helps build and bring the fear of God into the family. Teach them that God watches over them for good and not for evil. Teach your children that spirituality is not about the, hey, uh, uh, uh. no, 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 no. that is, that is super, most of that is superficial. Super. True spirituality is from the heart. And that is where God looks at. It is good to pray with fire. It is good to pray very well. But don't let your children think. And you know that many of our children are very cool. I am telling you that they are deep spiritually. And at times, we don't see them talk those slogans and use those kinds of So we jagged them. Let them know that God watches over them for good and not for evil. And that God looks at the heart. And I'm telling you, many of our children you see around, they are spiritual than you. The time because we come and we beg. It's good. It's good. Don't it. But I'm telling you, that is not spirituality. True spirituality, holiness. Holiness, the fear of God. And at times we judge our young people, we judge them for nothing. Because they don't pray like us. Oh, really? Because of that, they are not spiritual. What is your road for spirituality? Let your children know that. They should not rush to marry. Are you hearing me? Never! It is said that fifty-three percent of marriages end in divorce if they if they were married less if they were less than twenty years when they married. Fifty-three percent. Whereas twenty-three percent end divorce if they were aged thirty to thirty-four years when they married. And only 7% divorced if they were age 30 to 34 when they married. Sorry, if they were 49 to 50, but don't wait that long. <laughs> Please. I beg you, don't wait that long. And the essence of this is maturity. You see, the essence of all what I'm saying today is that you will provide such a stable home for the child that the child will not find a route of escape. And for many, the reason why they want to marry early is that there is fire in the home. So they get, they meet this boy who is saying all oh, manner of things to them. Only for them to run away from home to marry and to discover that is not the case. Understand that good parents, if your marriage is stable, understand that there is 90% chance that your child's marriage will also be stable. Understand that if you are truthful to your wife, the chances are that 90% of the time, your child will be truthful to the spouse. It all begins at home. It's the home, it's the light house, it's the rays and the beams that you send forth to that child that helps them to cope in this way. And with the fear of God, you are able to make it work. But let me end by going back to the passage. Paul writes to the Colossians and he says, Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies. In other words, for the fear of God to come over your home, where the mercy, be merciful, be merciful to your children. Know that they are growing up. And remember that there were, once upon a time you were like them. And it is not their fault that they don't carry buckets to go and fetch water. It is not their fault. It is the grace of God over your life that has affected them. You, you know how I suffered, how I had to work five and so hard. It has nothing to do with that child. Me, it took me a long time before I wore shoes. Does that mean I should not buy my children's shoes? Huh. Be merciful to the children. Be kind to them. What demonstrates? You see, humility is power under control. Humility is not superficial. It is just power under control. And for me, one of the most favorite... Ministers who exhibit humility to me too. Billy Graham and Pastor Enoch Genuine humility. Presidents are at their disposal, but yet humble. That is what pleases God. And you must demonstrate that to the children. If you do, they will take it out. Meekness. Long-suffering, be patient, bearing with one another, and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. There is no place where forgiveness is learned than in the home. A whole father, three days, you've not spoken to your wife. And the children know. They know you are not talking to mom. They know. Oh, Jesus. You no know wife. One week you are at war, cold in the house. But when she cooks you eat. Shame on you. And in the night, if your hand goes and your hand is kicked back, you are coming to complain to the pastor. Then the Bible says that above all these things, put on love. I pray that in the challenges of this 21st century, hallelujah, will not tabernacle in your home, but that your family shall become a living example. Understand that as the salt and the light of this world, may your family, may may your neighbors look at your family and understand that the 21st family can still work. I didn't hear you. May your family preserve its generation, and may your family season its generation. Father, we honor you this morning for your faithfulness. We honor you that in the midst of all the challenges in our generation, we can build families that fear you. Help us, O oh God, that our families shall not go awayward. Unto you alone be all the honor and the glory in the mighty name of Jesus and God's people shall say Amen
0: You've just heard God's word brought to you by Trinity Baptist Church London We pray that this word will impact your life in a tremendous way You are welcome to share your testimonies prayer and counselling needs with us Do visit us or write to us at Trinity Baptist Church 2 Thornlaw Road West Norwood, London SE27OSA or call 0208 766 Thank you and remain blessed.